Hello, I'm James Sandy and this is The Unseen Swerve, a finely woven fabric of arts and culture from Birmingham and beyond. If you have a creative outlet that you're desperate to share or you want to get in touch with the show, you can visit our webpage at www.switchradio.co.uk forward slash TUS. In this programme, Mariam Wahid helps us explore her family past through a very present exhibition of photographic discovery at the MAC. Cast member Maya Coates talks disability, dating and modern theatre as we consider curbs at the Belgrade Theatre in Coventry. And we run wild to the winds of Dartmoor, or thereabouts, to talk to folk duo Southering on the cusp of their debut album release. Don't forget you can find out more about the show, an audio archive and further links at www.kingofthebuttons.co.uk We start with Zebinissa, a voyage to Pakistan and a poignant capture of identity, migration and sacrifice. This is Switch. Okay, so I'm pleased now to be joined on the programme by Mariam Wahid, who will be talking to us about a really exciting new exhibition which is on at Mac Birmingham until 18th of April, which is entitled Zebinissa. Mariam, firstly, welcome to the show. Hello, James. How are you? You okay? Oh, very well, thanks. It's good to get you on. And uh, let's Thank start you. with helping folks get a, a handle on the title because it's a name. And more importantly than that, it's your mother's name. So uh, tell us a little bit mm. where this story starts. So Zebinissa was actually my mother's name uh, before she married my father in 1982. Um, it was the name that she was given uh, when she was born in Lahore in Pakistan. And of course, when she married my father, she moved to Birmingham uh, in the UK. And that's kind of what this exhibition explores. I I guess Mm -hmm. identity in terms of places and people, which there's a really interesting mix of things here, I think. So uh, as you said, your your mother sort of is the focus of this, but it's I guess it's more about the motherland. Is that is that Mm -hmm. right to say Mm -hmm. that? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, definitely like for me um, as a second generational like British Asian woman, um, I've always wanted to know what it meant to be in the motherland, what it meant to visit my family there. And, uh, you know, when I got to go for the first time in 2019 as a 23 year old, I couldn't help but kind of go and see what my mother's life was like when she grew up there, but also explore what my alternate identity could have looked like if my family hadn't moved to the UK. So um, it's really an exploration of not only my mother's identity as a as a kind of a migrant living in the UK, but actually my own identity as a young British Asian and my experience kind of having relations and, and family uh, living in Pakistan, but also uh, my connection to Pakistan. And that journey in 2019 that you, you referenced there, back to Lahore, in, in some ways, I think um, when I was looking around the exhibition, I thought one of the things that maybe you were trying to do was perhaps test the reality of some of the things that you'd you'd grown up with and some of those stories Mm. so that you know Mm. those notions of pakistani culture and uh, sort of gender Mm. identity in that country you you were kind of testing what you inherited in some ways Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. absolutely and and really try to unpick what it meant to be a woman out there today um i really you know for me uh, growing up um not being around my kind of maternal grandparents who've who've passed away now and you know I, i my only my grandfather passed away when i was 16 prior to that you know i had very little connection with my with my maternal grandparents so um it was really my way of really completing a chapter in my life or or a kind of a section about me 
that I'd always kind of wanted to explore and understand, you know, what it meant to have grandparents, what it meant to be um, in, in, in my motherland, basically. So, um, it's, yeah, you're absolutely right, definitely in terms of like exploring my identity and really unpicking those kind of gender roles and the, the things that we are taught through culture and heritage. It, it was really about unpicking those things. And there's something also for me uh, in this exhibition about what I would call time shift. So uh, there's something in, for you personally, obviously, you, I don't think, had been to Pakistan until that, that journey in, in, in 2019. Mm-hmm. And as you said, your parents moved to Birmingham in, in, in the early 80s. So again, you know, Pakistan was a sort of um, a distant land in, 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 yeah. in a lot of ways. But um, when you look very readily, look at the, the pictures, uh, some of them it's very easy to place in time because, uh, you know, they've mm-hmm. got sort of computers and uh, motorbikes mm-hmm. and all those kind of things. But others... They're almost timeless. They're almost sort of mm-hmm. stuck in time. They could be at any point, maybe in mm-hmm. in history. Mm-hmm. And and, mm-hmm. and some of this, I think, maybe is about you as a young woman looking at young women in the past, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and um, I mean, you've hit the nail on the head in terms of like uh, the pictures. A lot of them, uh, they have been inspired by my family album. Uh, growing up in the UK, I would um, you know, love to learn about history and I would love exploring um, photography and, and the history of, of Britain through photography. Um, so my family album was really the only place that really informed me about my own history. Uh, so I, when I would open the album and see pictures of Lahore in the 80s and the 60s and 70s, um, I would be very far from that narrative because I'm here in the UK. I've been brought up here and, you know, I've only heard kind of stories passed down from my mum uh, about Lahore. So actually to go out there and then place those locations and trying to kind of um, fill in the gaps in my family album, I would say, was was it was a way that I was kind of picked imagining and understanding where this place is and what this place is um but yeah in terms of like definitely uh, as a woman I, I feel like um the british asian female community um has completely been transformed to what their grandmothers and their great grandmothers you know the lives that they lived uh, and i think that's something that we, we all should celebrate and it should be something that should be recorded in history so that's one way that i've kind of um taken this project and I've, I've put myself in the limelight for that reason because I had a direct connection and link out there with my grandmother and I felt as though I'd met her even though you know she she passed away way before I was born but I connected with her because you know we had when I looked myself in the mirror I could see certain things that told me that oh I look like her in this way or there's certain things I did which again people had had mentioned that you know you, your grandmother used to do this and certain foods that I can cook and 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 you know languages that I can speak it's all kind of inherited from my from my grandmother and and you know she was a completely different woman to me so I think that's something that I really wanted to celebrate out there and I wanted to yeah I wanted to bring that back to the UK as something that every kind of woman could relate with that you know there's a there's a real sense of celebration there to how far we've come. It does have a real personal focus for you and for your family and I, I think mm-hmm. one of the things perhaps you're trying to explore as well is and you've touched on it I think slightly is um, sort of belonging and I, mm-hmm. I suppose there's, there's two bits to that. One is, I think, perhaps your mother's feelings of belonging perhaps to, to Pakistan and, and moving mm-hmm. to Birmingham and, you know, and that, mm-hmm. that sort of, I suppose, tension in in some ways. But mm-hmm. also for you personally, sort of feeling that perhaps you belonged to Pakistan or had a you know mm-hmm. Pakistani heritage, but Absolutely. Not, not perhaps being able to touch it or experience it. So there's quite mm-hmm. an interesting kind of uh, fusion of things, I think, there. 
I feel very humbled actually that I've come back to the UK and I've, I've, it's definitely redefined my own identity and I, I feel as though you know I always was I always you know felt very integrated in Britain I'm second generation also you know I've I've grown up in a very multicultural diversity um, but I think when I got back from Pakistan I genuinely was proud to be British and have Pakistani origins and I think that was uh, you know I think that's something again that it's important to record because it's drastically different to how my parents you know when they migrated here my siblings who are 10 years older than me they've had a complete different experience growing up in the UK so actually as a young British Asian my experience and my def- my identity being redefined in that way I think is um, is more it resonates more with people who live in Britain today I think what's great as well is that, you know, just building on that, this this is very much a story of Birmingham as much as it is a story of (laughs) war, isn't it? You know, kind of, I think sometimes we're perhaps a little bit uh, nervous to look at, uh, you know, waves of immigration or, you know, the kind of changes to our culture over the last sort of Mm -hmm. 100 years or so. But this does Mm -hmm. it very positively. But it does Mm -hmm. say a lot about Pakistani community in Birmingham and Birmingham itself. Oh, I'm really humbled to hear that. Thank you. That that's really nice. But yeah, definitely. Like, I am very keen to create cultural understanding in my work. I'm very keen to, um, you know, build bridges between different communities. And uh, one of the things that I've it's been really nice to hear because you know it's almost like what I want my work to do or what what I want to do as an artist anyway, which is creating that change. Is, is the positive responses from people of all backgrounds, of all colours, of all ages, of all genders. And people really have resonated with the different themes. You know, the work looks at death. It looks at relationships. Uh, it looks at those kind of everyday kind of human experiences, um, which I think unites us all. You know, it connects these kind of experiences and, and feelings Um they resonate with with every human. So it's really, really refreshing to hear that actually um, this is creating that community and and building those bridges. There are, I think, a couple of flashpoints of, well, there's more than a couple, but there are some flashpoints of humanity in the exhibition, uh, Mm. which, which kind of, um, stuck out a little to me. What one was? I think there's some footage of your your mother talking, or you describing your mother's sort of perception that moving to the UK was the right thing to do for you and for your family and for your, mm. your sort of future mm. and your your potential. Um, mm. Knowing perhaps in that point in time that you know it was going to be quite a big shift, mm. but you know, as, as I guess it, what I'm describing is a, a real sacrifice. I think really mm. at that point. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's um, that's a very kind of common theme in a lot of migration stories where sacrifice is being made by the first generation or the kind of first wave of migration. And yeah, I mean, as as a as a as, you know, a second generational Asian, I, I, I realise actually that there's so many things that my grandfather did. Um, so my paternal grandfather moved to the UK in uh, the, the kind of late 60s and worked in, at the Birmingham Royal Mint factory. It was a new start for him and I, I couldn't help but, and this, this often comes up in my work where I explore the lives of my, my, my kind of family and you know, really, it really made me think about how many things that he did at the time for me. And I, you know, he's not even met me. So it's like, you know, things that our grandparents did for their great their grandchildren their children their great-grandchildren and they did all of that 
so we could have a better life not you know so they would earn money and 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 basically save that money or save that kind of opportunity for us basically today you know when when young people we we uh, we earn money we usually tend to spend it on ourselves you know we 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 do everything for ourselves basically um so that really made me contemplate and think about how many sacrifices actually went into that first generation like how many things they did for us basically I think the other really sort of human elements that come out and that part of the human story, if you like, is it kind of makes mm-hmm. you think about our relationship to, to nature because a number of the, the, mm-hmm. the pictures in Lahore that uh, are captured in the exhibition have these wonderful pictures of trees and tree roots just all mm-hmm. over the place, but like, mm-hmm. you know, like in the middle of a petrol station or yeah. the kiosk <laughs> at the bottom, you know, there's, there's a kind of chaos, yeah. but it's, That's it, right. it's, it represents, I suppose, that, you know, that, that thing we can never get away from which is our impact on our environment really absolutely absolutely i mean that's definitely like screamed at me in lahore because when i was kind of traveling there um firstly it was a huge culture shock for me because it was the first time i visited lahore and um it is a very chaotic city and um this juxtaposition of you know city and then seeing kind of urban seeing um seeing the city and the kind of urban environments and then juxtaposed with like nature and like really like it was just a really complex place and also it I photographed some of those things because that's literally how my thoughts were they were just very chaotic and um, there was always this kind of sudden need to rush 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 there and it just felt very fast everything felt very fast um, and moving to me so um, I've tried to capture some of those elements to to really express that um, complexity but yeah in terms of definitely the climate um, the sunlight there's there's certain sunlight that I resonate with in Lahore and I've never kind of seen that kind of light and atmosphere here in the UK so um, it, it, there was quite a lot of kind of nostalgic feelings as well involved and, and a lot of kind of imagination involved in in creating some of those pictures. And there is I think an, another ritual I'll call it a ritual which is mm-hmm. captured uh, which I never fully understood but helped me understand this slightly uh, which right. is feeding the birds. Now, a number of uh, <laughs> British Asians can be seen probably feeding the birds across the parks and, uh, and hinterlands of, of hopefully Birmingham. With seeds. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully with seeds. Hopefully with seeds. Uh, but seriously, it's, it, there is a commitment to doing that and to animal welfare. But your mother had a particular uh, reason that she did that. Well, I think it was a more of a subconscious thing. I mean, um, my mum, she kind of always buys... Um, always tells my dad make sure you pick up the bird food make sure you get the bird food so she she absolutely loves always being in stock of bird food <laughs> so that she can feed them every morning so she'll wake, usually wake up around 5 a.m for like morning prayer and um then she'll go in the garden and give them like bird food and 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 then it's it's amazing actually because there's so many birds like a flock of pigeons that just come and rely on on the bird food as well now so they'll just wait at the top of our kind of roof and, and wait for us to for them to get the signal to be fed so yeah and then what was nice was when I went out there and I was like hearing all these stories about my grandparents and about my family from my family out there in Lahore um, one of the things I discovered was that my my grandfather actually would do the same thing so he'd kind of from his windowsill he'd feed birds like seeds and like he'd feed pigeons and um, I found that quite fascinating because I I realised in the UK, my mum does a very similar thing. And then when I kind of told my mum this, she said, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know that dad did that like every day. Because remember, my, my mum came to the UK when she was 18 and she had very little contact with her family back home over the years. Um, so she she wasn't completely aware of that 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 thing either. It's very interesting, the things I discovered out there. And, and yeah, it's more of a subconscious thing, I think, that mum did that. 
Now, alongside the exhibition, so it's a photographic exhibition, and uh, we should say also it's your first major photo exhibition. So congratulations on on Thank that. And I, I know you've been working very hard over the last few months. There's some other things, uh, excitingly, going on around um, the exhibition, which I think it's probably worth mentioning to folks. So uh, you've got a number of uh, tours that are going on. So there's a BSL tour, for example, um, mm-hmm. happening on the 24th of February, I think. Uh, there's a panel discussion coming up uh, at the beginning of March. Um, mm-hmm. And there's also uh, Chai and Chat, which sounds uh, sounds very social. Just the thing for an extrovert like me. That's, <laughs> so. just, that's just what you need. <laughs> So there are plenty of opportunities, I think, to sort of explore this in in more depth. Um, Yeah, I welcome everyone to come to the exhibition uh, and and see where my wonder of Lahore and and visiting my my motherland has taken me. Um, You know, I'm just so pleased that um, I can uh, invite them to such a wonderful place like Mac, where there's, uh, you know, a wonderful park um, attached to it. There's a wonderful cafe um and you know there's always always people there so you know it's a great space basically and and i'm just so glad and fortunate that it's being shown in in such a wonderful um space excellent well amarim it's been great to talk to you the exhibition is on until monday the 18th of april at mac birmingham and you can find out more information on their website and uh thanks so much for your time and thanks for coming on the show thank you james thank you take care